All right, let's begin yesterday's daf is daf mem. Today is mem aleph, and we will have a mind of refuah shleima for Adas Basronia, Michal Aviva, Bas Yehudis, and Amy Basfor, all else we need. And we're starting a review at the bottom of the page. Um, we had a story about Rav Chalbo, he got ill. And um, so Rav Kahana made it public that Rav Chalbo sick. Isn't there anybody who could go visit him? Um, and he explained that uh, visiting isn't just like, you know, like a nice thing to do. It really can make a huge difference in the illness. person who is visited is uh, much more likely to get better. Okay, that's, that's a real thing. It's not a... And he says there's a whole story about Rabbi Kiva who had a student who nobody wanted to visit him. Maybe it was a contagious, I have no idea. Rabbi Kiva was the only one who went in and he visited him and he cleaned the house for him and he made it, you know, more habitable. I mean, the guy wasn't able to care for himself. And that extended the illness from that alone. And he told, he told his teacher, he said, look, you brought me to life. I would have died otherwise. So Rabbi Kiva says that anyone who doesn't visit the sick or, uh, it's like a murderer. It's akin to murder. It's a real, real serious thing. So if Dimi said that when you visit the sick, you cause him to live. When you don't visit him, you cause him to die. So they said, what do you mean, cause him? So is it, it's interesting. It, it's working on multiple fronts, the visiting. It's not, it's, it's not like uh, just visiting and giving him encouragement. And that's one, one, one component of it. Mm-hmm. But when you visit the sick, you, um, you, you're, you're connecting to his illness and you're thinking about it, and, uh, and you're going to dive in on his behalf. And that's part of what's the automatic process of the visiting of the sick. And, um, and if you don't visit the sick, so then you're going to seek out that he should die? What does that mean? No. So the Gemara says, if you don't visit the sick, so then you're not going to be seeking rachmim on him, neither that he should live nor that he should die, but the point being is, is that it's much harder for him to get better without that extra prayer on his behalf. So that's the idea. So Rava, on the first day of his illness, he wouldn't publicize it. He says that there's an interesting idea that you don't want to bring down the spirit of a person. So by making it public that, that you're sick, on the first day, it's, like it, it's, like, uh, it, it's not a good thing. After he was already extending the sickness, so then he went out and he made it public. And he said, look, if the people who dislike me um, are happy, so then that's going to work in my favor because like Hashem's going to see that and it's like been a full oiv chal tismach and that sort of reverses the thing, uh, like flips the situation. And if you, for the people who like me, they'll they'll daven for me and that'll also help. So that's part of why there's this balance between it's an interesting idea balance between keeping it hidden and then and then actually publicizing it. Okay, um, Rav says that when you visit the sick, it, it saves you from being judged in Ganem and quoted a passage. And we said Dal is referring to Chole, the old person, and we quoted a passage. And um, and Ra is the uh, is the is Gehenim. Okay, um, and that's uh, And if he does visit. What is the reward? So Gemara says, what do you mean? That's not reward enough. You're getting saved from Gehenim. That is plenty of reward. So Gemara says, no. There should be reward also in Olam Hazeh. As I mentioned yesterday, that's the, we say it in the davening, right? Anyway, so these are the things. Um, 
And uh, so anyway, bottom line is, where's the Sechar Nural Mazeh? So first of all, it says, Hashem Yishmerayu B'chayehu V'usham Haaretz so first of all, Hashem protects him from his evil inclination. So you're not going to sin as much. I think there's a very natural understanding of that. I didn't explain this yesterday, but it's an interesting thing. You know, when you visit the sick, that gets you in a healthy way of thinking. You say, you know what? Uh, you know, it keeps you on the straight and narrow. You're not going to want to be such a bad person. You say, like, look what could happen to somebody. And uh, it automatically, you know, when you have a desire to do something bad, you're going to think twice about it. So it saves you, protects you from your Yetzirah, from your evil inclination. It's also Yechayom in Aisurin, you won't suffer. Um, that's also part of it. And also, everyone will find honor in you. That's Ushavar, so you're fortunate in the land. Okay, um, and also not Benefesh Oivav, you won't be placed Benefesh Oivav, that you'll have friends that are good for you, like Naaman's friends, who caused him to get better, as opposed to Rechavim's friends, who caused him to lose his part of his kingdom. And that's uh, once we mentioned Rechavim, so we got into that advice, if the youth are telling you to build and the elders are telling you to destroy, listen to the elders, even though building is a good thing and destroying is a bad thing, the elders know what they're talking about, okay? Nothing like life experience. And that was the story with the elders that were advising Rechavim when the people complained. So they, they said, listen, this is where you've got to give in. You'll win them over, and then they'll listen to you. But uh, you have to win their trust first. And uh, he instead said, no. Uh, the, the, the youth said, no, now's your chance. You're a new king. They're trying to find your weakness. You have to show that you're strong, show them who's boss, and be extra strict. And he listened to that advice, which was, of course, poor advice. But uh, the advice of the youth of showing strength was, in fact, what broke things up. And the advice of the elderly of showing kindness was, uh, or weakness, was not really weakness. It was strength. Okay. Um, Next we saw is... uh, the visiting of the sick shouldn't be done the first three hours of the day or the last three hours of the day. And the reason is because then you're not going to pray for them. The reason is in the morning, that's when they're in, the, in their best situation, usually. Typically, first thing in the day, they're, in the, they're looking really good. So when you visit then, you feel like, oh, it's not a big deal. He's, he's on the mend. He's, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And if you visit him at the end, he's so ill, usually at the end of the day. Uh, he's worn out. So then uh, he looks terrible, and you say, ah, forget about it, it's a lost cause. So you have to visit in the middle of the day where he's neither here nor there, not to either extreme, so then you'll dab him properly. Ravin said in the name of Rav, how do you know, uh, uh, where do you see that a Kaddish Baruch who feeds the Chola? That's, uh, you know, the old person, even though he's not really eating, he's somehow sustained and kept alive. That's from the Apostle Kashem, he said, God's divine presence is there, and that's and that there's actual halachic manifestations of God's presence being there. That when you visit there, you shouldn't sit above where the 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 person who's sick is, because um, that's where the divine presence is, and therefore you should sit on the same level. And that's the idea. Um, next thing we saw that uh, another quote from Ravan in the name of Rav that when rain is in Eretz Yisrael. You look at the Euphrates, and the Euphrates is overflowing. It's very high, the river. So then that's a sign that it must have been raining in Eretz Yisrael. Even though Shmuel disagrees with that, because he says that the river is not coming from rain. It's not rainwater that's filling it up. It's, in fact, um, um, it, it's, uh, it's its own 
springs that are filling it up. And that's uh, Shmuel disagreeing with Shmuel. Because he says, in general, water that's traveling, you can't assume that it's a kosher, uh, a kosher for, for using for tahara, because um, you don't know that it's spring-fed. The only one is, is uh, Euphrates, which is fed spring-fed. Uh, but that's only in Tishrei, where it's not by the rainy season, it's the end of the dry season. Um, and in fact, the father of Shmuel, when he um, had them go to the mikvah, um, he would uh, build mikvahs for his daughters in Nisan, meaning separate, that kept have standing water, because if it's rainwater, it needs to be standing, it can't be flowing. And uh, he had mats for them in Tishrei, because although the, you can dip in the, in the water, of the of the river, but it, you gotta, it gets muddy on the bottom, so to separate, so there shouldn't be a chatzitza. That was basically Father of Shmuel's, and like I mentioned yesterday, there's a big machlokas amongst the Rishonim as to how do we paskin, what is, you know, actual dipping in the river, at which time, and when do we assume that it's okay, and it's like, there's a whole, I mean, again, a lot of, a lot of opinions on this. All right, with that, we'll stop over here.